With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome to the Turn on the Jets pregame report. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at play like a jet one we're going to talk about the jets rematch against the buffalo bills this time in buffalo with the great beat reporter from nj.com and new jersey advanced media mr daryl slater daryl what's going on man not too much man thanks for having me on as always i feel like this is going to be a slightly less eventful trip for you heading up to buffalo on a flight that's less than an hour and dealing with really cold temperatures as opposed to last week when you got to travel to nashville yeah, Nashville was fun. Um, I, I'd been to Nashville before, so it wasn't totally new. But, yeah, I got to do some new stuff down there. Actually, we're going to go up and um, spend the night before the game in Niagara Falls, Canada, so, which I, I've done that before, just having grown up in upstate New York. And But it's been a while, so that'll be nice. Some of the other guys have never actually seen the falls, which, of course, if, if you really want to see it the right way, you, you need to go to the Canadian side and, and see the Horseshoe Falls and get right up close with that um, as opposed to being on the American side. So, uh but you know, obviously, you need a passport. Happen to ha- happen to have one from the, the, my honeymoon this weekend. There, this weekend, this uh, summer. Um, so this weekend, we'll go up and do that on Saturday, which will be a nice change of pace from the usual thing. Uh, you know, well, I'm sure we'll get the buffalo wings as always. You know, I like Cole's wings for the record. Uh, Duff's are really good in Anchor Bar, of course, but those are the obvious ones. Cole's is a great little bar that has fantastic wings. So I'm sure we'll do that uh, Sunday night. But it's a little change of pace Saturday, going up. To Niagara Falls, Canada, which is obviously barely Canada. <laughs> it's kind of a kitschy tourist trap, but it'll be fun to see the falls. And I don't know if we're going to go to Madame Tussauds or anything like that, but that, that'll be a nice little change of pace from the usual Buffalo trip. Get some spicy wings to go with the spicy takes that are going on around the Jets right now, including from Jamal Adams. He had some stuff to say this week, talked about the Buffalo game, but also had some words about the Todd Bowles situation. Yeah, I mean, he said the game was personal. Uh, sorry, I just can't get wrapped up in it. I don't really. I mean, it's like a meaningless game between a three and nine team and a four and eight team. I mean, the most interesting storyline here is Sam Darnold, Josh Allen facing each other for the first time in what could be a long AFC East rivalry. Whether it's personal in the in the micro view from what happened in Week Ten, no one really is gonna. I mean, obviously the players care and they should care. It's not like I'm trying to say they shouldn't care, but like 
<laughs> like someone cynical like me or a, a, a cynical Jets fan, uh, and at this point I don't know if there's any non-cynical Jets fans, uh, I don't know if they're really wrapped up in the in the result and the revenge factor here. I don't think a lot of Jets fans are going to be all, uh, you know, celebrating if the Jets win this game and get revenge from that previously meaningless game between Matt Barkley and Josh McCown. <laughs> but look, I'm not begrudging Jamal Adams for saying that. And it's it's good that he's showing some fire here late in the late in the meaningless season. And he's continued to show fire and has played well throughout the year. So he's been a bright spot for the Jets. And um, and, and he goes on the radio every Tuesday on WFN for his you know contracted spot. And he's made some news uh, uh, with some comments that he's made during that. And a lot of it have, have been kind of vague comments that almost required some clarification. And this being one of them, he did not want to clarify from Tuesday when he spoke to the reporters on Wednesday. So we'll have to just take it for what he said on Tuesday, which was um, basically the long and the short of it was saying that, you know, Todd, he said Todd Bowles is not the problem. Well, we know he's part of the problem. Obviously, Jamal Adams is biased there. Um, but, you know, it's a good point. Todd Bowles is not the entire problem for the Jets. They have bigger problems than just him, and firing him is not going to be a cure-all for everything. I think most people should realize that by now. Um, and one of the other things he mentioned is that he, Jamal Adams said, you know, change is needed and they need to change things, but he, he was very vague about it. So what does he mean by that? You know, does he does he mean, um, you know, maybe the front office isn't doing a good enough job? That, again, he didn't he wouldn't clarify it. Um, and does he... Does he mean that there are players in in that in that locker room who need to go? I mean, obviously there are. Um, so I think it's a it's an instance there of a player just vocalizing something everybody already knows, which is um, number one that Todd Bowles is not the entire problem, and and number two that um, there are obviously changes that need to be made in terms of personnel um, besides just firing the coach. And you know, if you ask Jamal Adams, they shouldn't fire him, but they're obviously going to. And there, there are other changes that need to happen too. They need to take a long, hard look at this roster and figure out, you know, who stays and who goes. I have some thoughts on this, Daryl. First of all, on the this time it's personal thing, it reminds me of you're watching a fight at 2 o'clock in the morning on ESPN2, and it's between two guys who have a collective 40 losses between them. It's like, all right, a big grudge match between these two guys that can't seem to win a fight. Ooh, what a riveting storyline it feels like with the Jets and the Bills. This time it's personal. Ooh, 3-9 and nine versus 4-8, and eight. big deal. But the other thing is with Adams... I feel like he doesn't really understand that every time he opens his mouth, people are going to take what he says and run with it. So I don't know if he just shoots right from the lip and then later on people are like, dude, do you realize what you said? But obviously when he said what he said, people immediately think, well, who's he talking about? Is he talking about the other players? Is he talking about Mike McCagnin? Is he talking about the other coaches like Jeremy Bates? It's probably all of the above. My thought is that Adams is essentially just saying, look, this team is a giant mess. It's not just bowls. There are other things that need to be fixed. I don't know that he necessarily had anything specific in mind, but like you said, Daryl, that's a fairly obvious point anyway, right? Yeah, and I just, yeah, it's funny you mentioned that. It's personal. It's like a, well, you know, like a bad uh, wrestling, you know, a, a, a midway between pay-per-views episode of SmackDown to get <laughs> deep in the weeds with a, you know, and it's just a, it's just a terrible storyline, mid-storyline, bad B-list wrestler feud going on, and they're just trying so hard to sell it, you know, cutting them. That's what I said when we walked away from the thing. I was like, well, that guy can still cut a good promo, you know. <laughs> and he's no, he's no Ric Flair, but... um 
but yeah, but no, I'm not trying to make, I'm not trying to make light of him or make, make fun of him, obviously. Um, but, um, like I said, I mean, he's shown a lot of intensity and is, more importantly, has played his tail off this year. Uh, but I, I think to a degree he understands the impact of his, of his words. I don't think he necessarily doesn't, doesn't get it. I, I think he only, but he only wants to go so far, I think, with what he says, which is understandable. He said that he intended also to talk to the front office after the season and voice his opinion about what's going wrong in his, in his mind, what he perceives to be the problems. And I think that's a good thing, ultimately, to have uh, a leader on your team like that. But, um, but yeah, the, the bottom line is the Jets, the Jets have, uh, have a lot more problems to fix. And what, whatever happens in, in this personal game on Sunday, uh, is not really going to be much reflection on, uh, whether those problems are or not fixed. Um, they're still going to remain, um, in terms of some of these big picture problems. Yeah, you're right. It's like a lower card feud between two jobbers that never win matches and nobody takes seriously just to kill some time before the next pay-per-view. And it's funny that you said Adams can still cut a good promo because on one of our other shows, What's Your Point, where we debate Jets topics every week, we're going to be doing an episode that's going to involve a question of Jets past and present, who would be the best as a pro wrestler? And part of the equation there would be promos. So I'm assuming somebody is going to select Jamal Adams for that question. It'll be interesting to see. But another guy that was cutting a promo this week, a blast from the past to be sure, Plexico Burris going out there and taking some shots at Mark Sanchez, who is now the starting quarterback of the Washington Redskins. What a weird situation the Redskins have turned into. You can talk about the Jets being cursed all you want to, but think about this with the Redskins. They had RG3, who was supposed to be their savior quarterback. He tears up his knee. Then Kirk Cousins, who they drafted as an insurance policy, was supposed to be a good backup, turned into a really good quarterback. In fact, a franchise quarterback. And then they messed up and let him walk out the door scot-free. They bring in Alex Smith, who's older and not as good, give him a lot of money. And he was somehow doing well enough to keep them in the division lead. And then he gets hurt, and he's out for the season. So then Colt McCoy comes in, who's been the longtime backup. Then he gets hurt, and he's out for the season. So now here comes Mark Sanchez in off of the couch. This sounds to me a lot like the 2005 Jets, but actually even worse and even crazier. But now we've got Mark Sanchez back in the mix, so obviously a lot of Jets fans are bringing back old memories. Well, one of Sanchez's old teammates, Plexico Burris, decided to do the same Talking about how Mark Sanchez playing quarterback was a comedy routine, right? Yeah, he he really he trashed them. I mean, they only played together for one season, that dysfunctional season in in 2011. But basically, said um, you know trash him for throwing a lot of checkdowns and said it would be a three hour comedy uh, show watching him play quarterback here coming up. And you know, it very well might be. I mean, you're talking about a guy who had. Hasn't had not played in the game since 2016. Hadn't started one since 2015. You know, this will be his first start in 2015. Hasn't won a, won a game since 2014. So, um, and of course he missed that whole 2013 season with a shoulder injury. So obviously Mark Sanchez's career went into a tailspin. Um, but yeah, I, you know, it was a shot, but pun intended by uh, by Plexico Burris there. But um, Mark Sanchez actually has handled things really well. I mean, I think say what you will about him as a player and how he did not live up to expectations of the Jets. But I think you ask anyone who really covered him, and I I did not cause, because I came in on the team in 2013, so he got hurt so quickly there. I didn't really have a chance to cover him for, for long. But uh, you talk to anyone who dealt with him or covered him, and, and they said he, he was just a classy guy to deal with and um, very personable, very friendly, um, for what it's worth, again, I mean, ultimately – 
fans care about whether these guys are good players or not. But you, I don't know if you saw the clip where um, he was asked about the butt fumble um, at his press conference in Washington, and he and he he really he joked about it and like laughed about it and and really showed a good sense of humor and and some and he answered the question too and didn't just blow it off or, or get mad or angry about something he's had to answer questions about a lot. Um, this is a long time ago now, and um, and you know whatever. I mean, it's a fine question to ask because that is one thing that he'll be remembered for. For basically, that is the thing he'll probably be remembered for in his career ultimately. Um, but yeah, he did a nice job of kind of laughing it off and and and, and still answering the question in a, in a in a kind of respectful, friendly manner. And I think people, uh, you know, notice that the, the way he handled himself in some tough situations and, and, and this could be a tough situation too, but um, I think he, you know, he's always come off as a really respectful guy in that, in that regard. And I mean, you talk about some of the other guys that the Jets have had, I mean, I guess specifically Geno Smith, who did not always conduct himself in that way. The guy who they brought in to potentially replace Mark Sanchez, of course. And, you know, you could go through the litany of things that he had uh, in which, you know, you, 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 you you question kind of his makeup as compared to 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 what how the way Mark Sanchez conducted himself in public. So, uh, yeah. So Mark Sanchez now quarterbacking in Washington. It'll be interesting because they're not out of the division right now yet. But uh, I just you know you have a hard time seeing him leading them to the playoffs just because of um, yeah he is limited. He's older and he's been out of it for so long. All the things I just talked about with how cursed the Washington Redskins are. Again, if you want to talk about teams that have had it rough, ever since those Super Bowl runs with Joe Gibbs back in the 80s and 90s, the Redskins have just been a litany of horrors. It has just been one of the worst-run franchises in all of professional sports. And I wish Mark Sanchez luck, but I don't expect it to go super well for him, as you said, Daryl, because... That whole thing is a gigantic mess. It looks like the Cowboys are probably going to end up winning that division. So I guess the Alex Smith injury benefited the Cowboys the most. And speaking of injuries, Daryl, a lot of news there with the Jets. Josh Martin eligible to return from IR, but that's obviously not the big story. The big story involves Sam Darnold. So why don't you tell me a little bit about what's going on with Darnold here, if he's going to play on Sunday, and everything else that's happening injury-wise. Yeah, he is going to. I mean, as you and I are talking here at noon, Todd Bowles has yet to reveal the final injury report. But Sam Darnold practiced fully on Wednesday and Thursday, and uh, he is definitely going to be back this Sunday, even though Bowles has still refused to say it. It doesn't matter. Who cares? He's playing on Sunday. Um, there's that. Uh, that's the big one, obviously. Isaiah Crowell looks like he might not play this week. He's got a toe injury coming out of uh, last week's game at the Titans. So that's a little bit of a blow uh, for the Jets. You know, he's been inconsistent this year, but he's certainly a better option than Eli McGuire or Trenton Cannon. Um, Robbie Anderson popped up in the injury report limited yesterday after being a full participant on Wednesday with that ankle. Uh, we'll see on that. Um, and Jordan Leggett's been limited uh, both Wednesday and Thursday in practice, so you know, with a knee injury, so not a big, not a big one there. But yeah, that's that's the main thing out uh, of the Crowell injury, and then obviously Donald's return being the two main injury storylines, and we'll see about Robbie Anderson. Um, uh, but yeah, so Josh Martin's an interesting one because you know, as everybody knows, he was going to be a starter uh, he, entering this year, and he wound up playing just one game, two concussions in a fairly short span of time, and they put him on IR after that Jaguars game, and they put him on IR October first, and 
figure he was done for the year because Todd Bowles says, says he was done for the year. But obviously concussions can be unpredictable. I mean, you're not going to kill Todd Bowles for saying a guy's done for the year and then he comes back. It's a concussion. These things, you know, no one knows. Not like it's a bone break. Um, you can't ever really know how someone's brain is going to heal in that situation. So, uh, fortunately, I think people should be happy for this guy that he was, and he was cleared by, you know, the NFL's concussion protocol. It's not like the Jets just put it back out there. He faked his way into being back out there. Um, he, he healed it. I mean, he, he's in a, a good enough situation to at least be out there practicing. So that's the thing. He's been designated for a return from injured reserve, but he is still technically on the injured reserve list. That's why the Jets did not need to make a roster move in order for him to be practicing with the team. He, he returned to practice on Wednesday. He's out there running around to practice. He will not play this week. There's a three, so there's a three-week window, and this is the case of Eli McGuire earlier this season. From the time the guy returns to practice until the team has to make a roster decision on him. So uh, you're allowed to bring two guys back off IR every year, and Eli McGuire was one, and Josh Martin could be the second. He has not been brought back yet. So he returned to practice on December the 5th, which was Wednesday. So the Jets have until the uh, until the 26th, which is the Wednesday before their, their finale at the Patriots, in order to, you know, to make a decision on Josh Martin. So there's a possibility that um, they could he could play next week or the following week uh, against what Texans and then Packers or the Jets have to make the decision by Patriots week. And then, but there's a possibility they could just say, you know, he didn't, he didn't show enough and, um, and they'll keep him on the IR list, which, which they're allowed to do. So, um, so far he's played in just one game and he's a guy who obviously wants to get back out there. He's going to be a, a, a unrestricted free agent next off season and, um, needs to put some stuff out there and tape, wants to put some stuff out there and tape, but, um, We'll see. At this point, I think it's just a matter of the conditioning and getting back into the mix. As uh, you know, fortunately, those are his hurdles as opposed to something to do with his brain. Daryl, as we come down the home stretch, it's interesting to see which players are getting more and less playing time. One of those guys is Frankie Louvu, who has seemed to play more over the last couple of weeks. Nathan Shepard playing a little bit less. What's going on with these rotations? Is this something that we should keep an eye on as we continue the last couple of games of the season here? Yeah, it is an interesting thing, especially with the younger guys. I mean, that's one storyline to follow in these final four games is who, who is who is playing more, um, who is playing less, how are the Jets assessing their younger players. And now Todd Bowles has made it clear they're not just going to put young guys out there for the sake of putting them out there. Um, uh, obviously, he wants to win games. And so... I don't think you'll see Derek Jones or Foley Fadakasi in, in a significant role anytime soon, but Chris Herndon has obviously played more uh, as the season's gone on. You've seen more of Frankie Lubu and Henry Anderson and less of Nathan Shepard. You've seen more of uh, Mike Pinnell, who could be you – know, he's going to be back next year. You look at his contract structure, Mike Pinnell is, could be the Jets starting nose tackle next year. Steve McClendon, they're likely going to let him walk in um, – in free agency, or at least they should. Um, but Shepard's an interesting one um, because the Jets just drafted him in in the third round this year, Division Two kid. Really has not done a whole lot this year. It has not flashed um, much, and so you figured he'd be a raw project. Even though the Jets were hopeful that they could start him from the get go and he could be productive, that has not turned out to be the case. Um, you know, that doesn't necessarily mean he's going to be a a bust. So far, it can be a bust. I suppose they can, um, but uh, that doesn't necessarily mean he'll be a boss. But it, it was going to be a process for him, and and um, and uh, Henry Anderson has played better than than Mike or than uh, Nathan Shepard. And then you see Henry Anderson, a guy, another guy who's going to be 
an unrestricted free agent who who is getting some opportunities here down the stretch. So, um, yeah, I think the the Herndon stuff is an encouraging development for the Jets. We'll see. I mean, I think he has to get out there and and do more before you can really truly get excited about him. But um, you look at some guys who are going to be free agents and and um, like uh, Henry Anderson, and that this has been a good showcase for him for sure. Daryl, let's do our semi-mindless predictions here. The Jets are on the road in Buffalo, always a tough place to play for a variety of reasons. The weather is going to be a question mark. We don't know exactly what to expect there yet, but I'm sure it's going to be cold. Sam Darnold's been out for a couple of weeks now, and so the Jets are coming into this one with a lot of question marks. My thought here is that you're going to see Josh Allen make one or two big plays with his arm. Most of the big plays that he makes will be with his legs, and the Jets have had a lot of trouble dealing with that. We saw it with Tannehill. We saw it again with Mitch Trubisky with the Bears. The Buffalo defense is going to do well. They've been very good this season overall, and I think that this ends up being a low-scoring game, but Buffalo wins it. I'm going to go 13-7 Buffalo here. What do you think? Yeah, I, I could see it going either way. I think it'll be a low-scoring, close game. You have a couple quarterbacks who have kind of been scuffling a little bit overall this year. Obviously, Josh Allen's played better lately. Sam Darnold coming off the layout. I'll go 17-16 Jets. I think the Jets break their losing streak here. But if they don't do it here in this game, then I think they probably lose out. Um, and I think they probably win. Even if they win this game, I still think they lose the last three. But um, So fear not those of you who are rooting for a higher draft pick <laughs> i hear that there's my uh, forecast of the, of the ceiling being four wins so um but uh yeah I, th- I could see it going either way but i think uh the jets defense will will make enough plays and not buckle down the stretch again but you can't really depend on this team for much of anything at this point you, there's so much unknown in terms of how these guys are going to come out especially after a deflating loss like they had in tennessee um this could be I think both of us think it will be a coastal scoring game, but this could be one that gets away from them again in a bad way, just because the Bills are playing, you know, at least a little bit more inspired football than the Jets have been. Um, they're getting Josh Allen back and in a rhythm, um, and they're at home. And I just think this this could be one that gets away from them. It will be interesting to see how Sam Donald handles the cold. It'll be by far the coldest game he ever plays in. I think it's supposed to be like 30 and sunny, which in – Early to mid-December in Buffalo, you'll take that. I mean, that's a nice day. Um, but it'll be by far, I think, by what, maybe 20-some degrees, the coldest game that Sam Darnold's ever played in. So uh, that game earlier in the year against the Vikings, I don't know what that was. Maybe that was in the 40s. But so still, a little bit colder for sure. And uh, it'll be interesting to see how Sam Darnold handles that. Jets, Bills, too. This time, it's personal. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to watch the equivalent of Barry Horowitz versus Iron Mike Sharp on Sunday in Buffalo. Jets and the Bills at Orchard Park. Daryl, you will be there live to cover it, and we will talk on Monday to recap the game and go through all the injuries and the latest news. Thanks again for hopping on and doing the pregame report with me. Really appreciate it, as always. Why don't you tell everybody what you and Matt Stipulkowski have cooking over at NJ.com. Yep, you know, just the stuff you mentioned, uh, the predictions for the game, Matt's little thing on um, on how many how guys have been playing more and who has been playing less. And uh, got a video up there right now on, on you know, did the Jets make the right call picking Sam Darnold over Josh Allen? Of course, it's an interesting question, but one we won't know the answer to 
yeah, I, not to spoil the video, uh, <laughs> but the answer is we don't know. So uh, <laughs> anyone who tells you otherwise on either side of the coin is is wrong. So um, yeah, and then and then we'll have a little something tomorrow on the reasons, and not just Sam Darnold, the reasons to watch the Jets down the stretch. And there are reasons, you know, mainly if you're a, a serious fan. I guess if you're a casual fan, you're not watching, but. Um, there are certainly reasons that Sam Donald to watch down the stretch. So that we'll have all that and more, and then uh, all the coverage from Buffalo on Sunday. Thanks, Daryl. Have fun up there. Have some wings for me. I'm looking forward to hearing which wing joints you actually went to and just how spicy you decided to go after the semi-debacle with the hot chicken in Nashville <laughs> last week. We'll see how brave you feel like being. We'll see how the Jets do this Sunday as they take on the Buffalo Bills. In the meantime, check out Daryl and Matt Stiblikowski's work over at NJ.com. And for the latest and greatest the New York Jets podcast, you know where to go. It's Turn on the Jets Digital and Turn on the jets.com judy was boring hello then judy discovered chumbacasino.com it's my little escape now judy's the life of the party oh baby mama's bringing home the bacon whoa take it easy judy the chumba life is for everybody so go to chumbacasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.